You're listening to Her Voice Matters with your host, Jordan Murphy. This podcast is a safe space for women who have faced traumatic experiences in their lives. And with each episode, we will focus on creating a brighter future that will empower women to heal, grow, and thrive after trauma. So embrace your unique voice, reclaim your power, and step into your full potential. And now, here's Jordan. Welcome back to the show, ladies. Today, I would love to discuss with you the importance of embracing the storm. And one thing that I've realized throughout my whole entire life is that everybody is facing a battle in some way, shape, or form. You literally never know what anyone is going through. And honestly, it's crazy (laughs) the conversations that you can have if you simply just go to the gas station or a coffee shop and just start to talk to people. You will realize that they are going through a lot of stuff. I I spoke with this one girl recently at Panera and we just started talking while I was like checking out and she began to tell me that she ended up in the area because she was dying of cancer and all this stuff and it really just opened up my eyes and like dang like god I'm really grateful to have another day to be alive regardless of the chaos and the trauma that I've been through and the way that I feel on a daily basis That is one thing that I do every single day is I wake up and I write down 20 things in my gratitude journal that I am grateful for. And one thing that I am always grateful for is having another day. There is a reason why you're still here. There's a reason why there's still breath in your lungs. And I know that you feel like you have no purpose and you're like, what the heck am I meant for? Why am I here? And you feel like you're meant for so much more. You just don't know how the heck to piece it all together. And you feel like you're missing that resource. I want you to be reminded that you are one conversation away from a totally different life. And the more you network with people, the more you will realize you will be able to get the connections and resources that you need to get you to where you need to go. And I know it's a very difficult place to be whenever you're depressed and you're having a mental breakdown and you're just like, what is next? Like, you don't know what is next. And the best advice I can give to you if you feel that way is to surround yourself with people who love you. And if you don't have friends, I want you to know that there's a world full of strangers who want to be your friend. They really do. You just have to go and find them. And the way that you can do that is by simply networking, networking on social media, getting in support groups and all kinds of Facebook groups. There's so many lonely people. So I just want you to know that you are not alone and that no matter what, there is always somebody going through the same thing that you're going through. I just want you to be reminded of that. So there's a few stories I would like to share with you guys that I I really haven't spoken up about on the podcast. And one thing is whenever I was going through college, I got a call one day that my childhood best friend was missing. Me and this girl literally grew up together. And technically, she was my cousin and we did everything together. And I was all the way in Pennsylvania. This happened in West Virginia. And there was all kinds of like helicopters flying around. There was scuba divers going in like this, this local dam, like looking for her car. They couldn't find it anywhere. 
news crews at my grandma's house and all this stuff. And I was super frustrated because I was stuck at college and I wanted to come back to West Virginia and help them search for her, even though I had no idea where to start. They were pinging her cell phone and they thought that they found a location and it ended up not even being in the right area. It was a big mess, dude. It was literally like a horror story. I'm not even kidding. And ever since I had that happen and went through all of that, and I remember getting the call from my dad and he was like, they found her. And I was like, is she dead? And he said, yeah. I'm like, oh, gosh. Like, I literally went, I could not handle life. I'm not even kidding. I went into uh, the, the room next to me in the college dorm and I just collapsed on the floor. And I was just like, she's dead. And I just fell down. And I had a complete breakdown at the phone again. I was on the phone talking to my mom about the whole situation. And I'm like, holy crap, like, how am I going to get through this? Like, I literally felt like I I just could not handle it. And it's honestly, like, really hard for me to even talk about because I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I am never going to be able to trust anyone ever again just because I didn't want to allow somebody to walk into my life and I get close with them and start building that friendship And I was so terrified of getting close to somebody and losing that person all over again. So for the longest time after that incident, I was very, very closed off. I I was not an approachable person at all. I did not know how to win friends and influence other people. It literally took me almost 10 years to get over that. And I did read that book, How to Win Friends and Influence Other People, And I kid you not, I started doing the things that that book told me to do. And it was insane. The friends, the people that I've met since then, the ladies that are coming up out of nowhere, just wanting to be my friend. It it literally changed my life. And I just want you to know, maybe you're going through a similar situation yourself. And I understand how difficult it is. But please read that book. Please read that book. Because the worst thing that you can do is go through all of that alone, just like I did. I do not want you to have to go through that all alone. I remember just driving down the the road some days and literally having to stop my car because I was crying so uncontrollably because I was just grieving. And yeah, so that's that story. The second thing I would like to discuss with you is whenever I lost my granddad. And the reason why I'm bringing this stuff up is because it's in regards to embracing the storm, even though you don't understand it. And I don't understand why everything happens, but I do know that it happens for a reason. And if it didn't happen, we wouldn't be who we are today. And even if you feel like you're not in the right place and you don't understand why everything's happening, you are exactly where you are supposed to be. And the important thing is, is that if you feel like you have hit rock bottom and you are building everything up from, from you know, the bottom, literally, is that you are not just building this up from scratch. You are restarting over and building this up from real life experiences. So that is the encouraging part about all of this. Now, my granddad, he was honestly the sweetest man I have ever met. And I honestly looked up to him so much because I felt like he was the only man that has never hurt me. And regardless of what I went through, one thing was like my divorce. I felt like 
he never judged me. Yeah, he probably did. <laughs> but I feel like no matter what I did and what I went through, he was always there for me to call. He was always there for me to just go to and, and get a hug from and stuff like that. It was the sweetest, most wholesome love I've ever felt from a man because I had been so hurt in the past for men in so many ways. And he was the only man that made me actually feel that way. And the hardest thing about this whole situation was he had a really bad stroke. I was working in Virginia. This happened in West Virginia. And I was actually working remotely. And I asked my boss, I said, hey, can I relocate? I wanted to go take care of my granddad because they were about to be putting him in a nursing home and all this stuff. Well, I was going to be outside of the work radius and all this stuff. Like, I think it was like six or 10 miles outside of the work radius. It was so stupid. And I literally wasn't allowed to go and do it. Now, before you guys go saying, oh, I would have just did it and not even said anything. Well, they had tracking on all the systems and they could track where I was at. So I was definitely at risk of losing my job if I did do that without permission. So I remember just sitting there just being like, oh, my gosh, I'm so freaking tired of working a nine to five. I'm so frustrated that I have to go and fulfill somebody else's dream. And here my granddad is not being cared for properly in the nursing home all because I cannot get away from my freaking nine to five job. And I remember thinking to myself, what if this was my mom and dad? And what the heck would I do? And the last thing I wanted to do was to have to pay somebody else to take care of my parents or to pay somebody else to take care of my my granddad, whatever it may be. But at that point in my life, that is what was happening because everybody was a slave to a freaking nine to five. And that is actually how I got involved in digital marketing because I was so freaking frustrated with what I went through during that time. I was looking for any way to get out of the nine to five life that was actually real, if you guys know what I mean, because there are so many scams out there. And I got started with digital marketing. I've actually been doing this for about two years now. I've been able to make close to $200,000 in online sales. A hundred, a little over 150 grand of that was all strictly organic. And what that means is I was taking these links for brands on social media and I was gain a, gaining attention by posting short form content on Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram. And that's literally how I would get paid. That's how I've been getting paid for almost two years now. <laughs> and that allowed me to be able to work remotely. It allowed me to be have a very flexible schedule. And I'm so thankful for that because if anything else ever happens like that, I have that opportunity and ability to take care of somebody if they need it, if that makes sense. So if this can relate to you some way, shape, and form, and you're like, oh my gosh, I need that in my life, you guys can hit me up. You can email support at jordanmurphy.org. I do one-on-one strategy calls with people all the time. I'm actually about to be launching a six-week coaching program. So whatever you may need, I may or may not be able to help. <laughs> if not, I probably know somebody that can help you with whatever it is that you're looking for. So that was really, really hard on me going through all that, losing him. I felt like I lost my my best friend. And I, I remember saying, man, if I ever lose this man, it's going to be the death of me. And whenever I actually did lose him, I realized, oh, my gosh, there's power in the things that I say because I literally crashed. I, I mean, I literally crashed. I could not work at this credit union that I was working at for like a month. I just straight up had to like tell them, hey, I plan to come back. I just, I don't know when it will be. I put my job at risk and everything because I could, I felt like I was barely surviving. 
Do you guys ever just wake up some days and you're you're just like, dude, I feel like I don't have the energy to even live? That is literally how I felt. I have felt that way so many freaking times. I've felt like I was dying and I couldn't even survive. And the truth is, whenever you feel that way, even though you feel like you're not functioning, you are functioning because you are aware that you feel that way. You you are fully functioning, regardless of whether you feel like you're barely alive or not, you are. The last thing I would like to discuss with you is my divorce and going through that and the impact that that had on me. Oh my gosh, man. I, I remember whenever I was going through that, I, I really didn't feel much of anything. And until I was about a month in, once I got like a month through the divorce, I remember laying in my bed drinking alcohol just because I wanted to feel something. I went and got a tattoo. And I freaking love this tattoo, but I remember the pain being so addicting to where I literally wanted to go back and get even more and more tattoos. And I'm like, oh, like this isn't good. Uh, Tattoos are definitely addicting. And I just remember the way that people were treating me. That really just got to me the most because I'm like, oh, wow, like I I thought that you were my friend. And one thing that I didn't realize then whenever I was going through that extremely difficult time of severe depression and just trying to just cope with life is I did not realize, I did not realize this, and I wish that somebody would have walked up to me and told me this, that the things I was going through right now and the things I was going through then all had to take place in order to prepare me for what is next. So even whenever I feel like I have hit rock bottom, even when I feel like I'm just having a really hard day, emotionally and I have a lot of those I just remind myself that this is just preparing me for what's next and if you have days to where you are emotional and days to where you just want to cry do it do it don't hold all of that in like feel every single feeling that is the best thing that you can do to help you heal from whatever it is that you have gone through Feel it. Don't try and just ignore it because that's just going to delay your healing process. And in closing, I just want to remind you, as you thought that you wouldn't survive, you had a 110% survival rate on those days you literally thought you didn't even have the energy to survive. And I just want to remind you that if you got through that, if you survived that, if you can survive what you're going through right now, you can freaking do anything. You really can. So please be encouraged to accept the difficult moments because it's literally preparing you for what's next. I'll see you guys on the next upcoming episode. Thanks for tuning in to Her Voice Matters with Jordan Murphy. Our mission with each episode is to help resilient individuals rebuild their lives, regain their confidence, and overcome obstacles that may be holding them back. To make sure you don't miss an episode, remember to like and subscribe this podcast. And as always, if you or someone you know is experiencing abuse or trauma, please seek professional help and support. See you next time on Her Voice Matters.